This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Through them. Religious tolerance. That doesn't exist in Gaza. You're either Muslim or an infidel, and you better be a Muslim. Female freedom. Free and fair elections. Free speech. Gay rights. I see these queers for Palestine. Did you hear their sister organization, Blacks for the KKK? (laughs) (laughs) It's like... By the way, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gay man. I've lived in Berlin. This is a level of masochism that even I cannot comprehend. Right. <laughs> I mean, from Bill Maher over the weekend talking about these, uh, the Democrats and saying Israel has no right to protect itself. And he puts it uh, very succinctly how insane that is that these people from the Democrat Party, same party as the, uh, the president. But I think there's a little bit of course correction. I like to call it snapback. Whenever, as a matter of fact, he was the British prime minister a couple of weeks ago, said simply, uh, you know, uh, it's a fairy tale to think that if you're a boy, you can say you're a girl. You're not a girl and we can't be bullied. Here's the thing. If you think those things, obviously, and I've said this always and I have not evolved on it. If you think you're, uh, you know, if you're a boy, you think you're a girl, that's cool, whatever. Uh, I would suggest that maybe you, you seek the, the the services of a psychiatrist or psychologist. And I'm not saying that in a bad way as somebody. And my dad can attest to, my dad is co-hosting today, the big guy can attest to. I have, I have sought for a lot of years the help of people uh, in psychiatry and psychology. Yes, indeed. And there is nothing wrong with that. And that's what I suggest these people uh, do. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that to be crass or hard. It's just a, a fact. It is a fact. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be harsh no. either, but, it, but, but you're right. It's a good yeah. idea. And so when people uh, uh, say, well, you've got to do this and it's happening in schools, when people say, no, you have to acknowledge, no, no, <laughs> I don't because... Uh, I don't take, uh, I, I don't co-sign other people's bull, uh, and I don't lie. Um, I don't do it. And you think that's cool, man. It's your life. You lead it, but we're not going to do it. Um, so when the British prime minister, to raucous applause, says, come on, man, like, open your eyes. Let's just get for real here. I call that snapback. In other words, these progressive things, you know, they went way over here. Let's let uh, dudes play in girls' sports and all this, and let's give uh, a dude the Woman of the Year award. We see how that's worked out for people like Budweiser. We see what happens. And so there's course correction, I think. Snapback. It's like when you wake up hungover, and then later in the afternoon, and again, I have experience with this, too. Yes. <laughs> um, but not for 1,148 days. I haven't had to do it. Good for you. Congrats. But, you know, you get hungover, and you wake up, and after a couple of hours, the, the you go, man, what I did last night, that was, my gosh, that was really stupid. I really regret that, and I think that's what a lot of progressives are doing now. Because they're backing away from people right now as it relates to Israel. They're backing away from Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, and then Corey Bush from right here in Missouri. They're going, my gosh. And then some of these people are also going, yeah, you know what? If you're a male, you're a male. Tobler said something on his show the other day, Randy Tobler's show, weekdays 4 to 6 here. And I think Hanson, Brian Hanson, uh, asked him, he said, what do you do if a dude walked his doctor? Randy Tobler's also a doctor, and he was a gynecologist, is a gynecologist, or OBGYN, whatever the proper <laughs> phrase I'm supposed to use. Um, so what would you say if a dude comes in and says, I want to get pregnant? Tobler's response was, uh, you don't have ovaries. How's your cholesterol? <laughs> because <laughs> Good luck with that. Right. It's just a simple fact. And 
the idea that these people think that you can or that it's okay, it causes smart people, at least, it causes smart people to go, my gosh, am I living in a nightmare? Am I watching The Exorcist here? It's it's like that. And then there's snapback. And I look to the people of Louisiana and why this matters to us nationwide. Louisiana had a Democrat governor. As a matter of fact, I think if you look at those southern states, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, maybe Georgia, Tennessee, those southern states, I don't think any of them have a Democrat governor save Louisiana. They fixed that on Saturday. Mr. Landry. Uh, Jeff Landry, who is the attorney general, as a matter of fact, had been working with our attorney general's office very valiantly on some of these freedom of speech issues with the president of the United States, been working hand in hand with our attorney general's office uh, on this case. He was elected governor. uh, And so they did it on Saturday. That's how they they always vote on Saturdays in Louisiana. Couple things. I'm like, is that that's kind of a cool idea? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Instead of on a work day. It's always, as far as I, I, I can remember, it's always been on Saturday uh, in that state. And it seems to be popular with the, uh, the the folks down there. And it makes perfect sense to me. Nobody's got an excuse. Well, I had to go to work. I couldn't vote. No, no. It's Saturday. Go vote. And they do that jungle primary where everybody's in it, but you got to get 50% to move on. Otherwise, there's a runoff. And from what I gather, it was widely expected that there was going to have to be a runoff because nobody would get 50%. The very powerful attorney general, Jeff Landry, um, he got he got over 50%. He is going to be the new governor. And so why I think that matters here, I'm hoping it's that snapback. I'm thinking a lot of folks, and not just elected servants in the Democrat Party that are hungover and starting to wake up and go, man, I was drunk for thinking those kinds of stupid things. I'm wondering if voters, I'm wondering if voters are starting to get this too, like, wow, that's crazy stuff. I can't believe we thought that. I can't believe that we were going around thinking that dudes should ruin women's sports. Because didn't we fight for equal rights in the 70s and women's? They went around with their shirts Title IX. Title IX and all that yeah. stuff. And factually, it is wrong when you say you think you're a woman. When you're not, you want to think that. But to make me call you that and then to have government institutions and schools do that, it's just wrong. So I think what happened in Louisiana, I, I hope, you know, I hope it's a positive, uh, you know, they had real low voter turnout too, apparently. And and here's the other thing, guys, to keep in mind. And 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 you're right; it, it's a big deal. It is a big deal that Landry won because Louisiana had been, you know, for the last couple terms, um, and it was the brother of the former the former senator from that uh, the state that had had been the governor. But you go back when I was growing up, and Henry Henry, you'll, you'll sort of remember as late as 1992. I'm looking at the presidential map, and this is what I, what I remember. By the way, President Clinton, uh, candidate Clinton carried Missouri in 1992. Clinton carried Louisiana in 1992. That would be unheard of for a Democratic presidential nominee to win. By the way, he also won Arkansas. He won New Mexico. Clinton won Georgia, by the way, in 1992. Thanks to James Carville. Well, and, you know, but, <laughs> the, but even then, John Bro, who was a very well-known, kind of a moderate Democrat, was in the Senate. So... But you're right, John. It has changed uh, the a lot of the South 
when I was growing up, it was still called the Solid South. It was still called the Solid South. And that for the young people, that meant it was all Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, that started to change when my aunt moved to Houston, Texas in 1971. It was all Democrats down there, Lyndon Johnson Democrats. Now it's primarily Republicans, although the cities down there are pretty, pretty. Yeah. They, they did, yeah. Ted Cruz got booed very heavily at a parade, I recall. But, but outside, r- rural Texas is very red. I do think that's it's very similar in some of these southern states. But is it a bellwether, guys? I don't know. But it is. I think it is a a big deal in that it 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 gives you an idea of what is happening in a state mm-hmm. that had been sending a yeah. Democrat to the governor's mansion in Baton Rouge. I think that and the other thing uh, that I look at is the consi- polling for what it's worth, but the consistency over the past three to four weeks now of polling as it relates to the presidential race. I'm hoping it's snap. letters. We don't get letters. I get letters. Well, let's open up the mailbag. So you know who's the star of the mailbag this morning, Houseworth? Who's that? A bunch of letters. The big guy over here. Right, yes. <laughs> Marsh Dad's getting, he's getting texts. Fan great. mail. Fan mail. That's great. 874-9390. Uh, by the way, I want to mention this really quick. I didn't know if I was supposed to or not, uh, but if you've been on Facebook, you'll know uh, producer Hannah uh, got married over the weekend, and I haven't what? talked Nobody <laughs> <laughs> tells me anything. Well, it was well. We had Black Friday on Saturday, the Black Friday game between Mizzou and Arkansas. And they got married at the fifty-yard line uh, during Rosh Hashanah. So producer Hannah did get married over the weekend. I haven't said anything because I don't want to steal her. Th- She's back tomorrow, uh, so I didn't want to steal her thunder. Sure. That's why I'm not mentioning it. And my heart, man, I got a little teary-eyed. Yeah. Somebody made the joke, as a matter of fact, one of the guys on uh, one of our uh, other radio stations in the building. Uh, she's got a father and a stepfather, and do you do the father-daughter dance and all that? And uh, Tim Taylor, who hosts an afternoon show on our rock station, he comes over. He says, I'm surprised that they didn't have you do uh, a father-daughter dance with Hannah. <laughs> and this, uh, there's a dude named uh, Corey who officiated the uh, the wedding. He happens to have been a listener for a long time. Super cool. Just a good human being. Uh, in in the ceremony, in their vows, he said, do you, Hannah, take Brandon, not Brandon Rathert, but Brandon Emmy, in front of several hundred people in the wedding service on Saturday. And it was good. I just wish she would have mentioned the call letters a little bit more. Congratulations, Hannah. Yeah, it was And like, Brandon, the real one. Well. Yes. Uh, so she's back tomorrow, and that's why I have not talked about it. I want her to be here. Uh, so there, and I got a little uh, teary-eyed. Man, it was because I've been knowing her since she was 15 years old. It's things like that, Marsh. It makes me feel old. Oh, <laughs> it's not me getting old. It's not me having to go and get another colonoscopy and going to the urologist last week and having knees and being in physical therapy for my shoulder. Those things don't make me feel old. Wait till you're 74. Trust right? me. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, it, so it's those things don't make me feel old. It's when I see people in my life that I care about professionally and personally that I feel like I've watched grow up. For example, cousin Andy, we, who we hear here on the show from time to time, um, been knowing him for a lot of years and now he's married and now he's had a baby and I know all that stuff. But the thing that got me, John, is I was walking out in the parking lot. I was walking by cousin Andy and he hosts an afternoon show on one of our sports talk stations. I'm walking through the uh, parking lot the other afternoon. He's got a child seat in the back of his car. There you go. <laughs> and I don't know why. It just, like, 
Man, I'm getting old. All right, we are going to do the mailbag because the big guy over here is getting some emails. And unfortunately, because you know how it is in politics, um, we've had to redact a lot of what's in these uh, text messages because that's how it is when you're exchanging emails between your kid and the big guy and there's money, uh, they're redacted. <laughs> so I'm going to have to push, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to push it off to 835. I'm going to have to go and redact some of this uh, stuff. We will do. We're getting some really, really good stuff as it relates to the big guy. We'll do that in the mailbag. That's at 835. But first, we're going to be doing the morning bell. And one of the things we're looking at, the changing landscape of work. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Good morning, 825. Time for the morning bell. Business news with a little twist. Futures up. Uh, Dow Jones futures up on half a percent right now. NASDAQ up. S&P 500 futures also up about half a percent. Want to pass this along first. And I love listening to Rebecca says it perfectly via text. She says, guess what? Traffic is backed up on the bridge going into Jefferson City. I love that, John. She's making me laugh. Uh, also, Truman, Bo- quick uh, traffic note on Truman Boulevard, uh, John. That is uh, opened yeah. early. So and Truman Boulevard overpass over Highway 50 in Jefferson City back open to traffic. Unfortunately, uh, you get uh, once you make your way through the bridge. So that's traffic backed up going into Jefferson City um, on the bridge. In today's morning bell, inflation is reshaping. And this is from USA Today. Inflation reshaping what employees need. I don't know if I like that word. Need from their benefits. How about what employees want? Uh, Let me call USA Today and fix that for them. (laughs) Need. I don't like... Well, it's like these union workers that are striking right now. Demand. They demand. Um, I, just, I take exceptions uh, to those uh, those words. And we might look at coming up how this strike, the growing United Auto Workers strike, could be affecting you. Because it's not just about the cars, parts, repairs, uh, things like that. And then other folks at other places that have nothing to do with that, they're getting laid off. They're losing uh, money. But in today's uh, morning bell, reshaping what employees want in their benefits. So we know, okay, so time off, um, vacation. Um, retirement, things like that. One of the things that I really enjoy here is you can bring your dog to work. I don't have a dog, but I just think that's really cool that Zimmer would let folks uh, do that. The other thing that I really enjoy is like, I, I don't say it's a benefit, but I will say this, they don't get on my rear end about not wearing. And I, I wear flip-flops in the building, but like right now, uh, I'm not wearing shoes. And on the rare occasion that somebody's <laughs> in here, they've never said anything, John. It's cool. And I just rather appreciate it. But it's those little things, I think. The retirement, all that stuff is good. What was one of your favorite workplace benefits, big guy? I'm uh, getting to work from home. Uh, and and b- before it was oh, a thing okay. with, with uh, COVID and all that. No, it, uh, they gave it. I was a computer programmer, for those of you who haven't heard. Um, <laughs> and now, now he's in the oil industry. Yeah, right. Um, and 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 it, it was nice to stay, especially on Friday, staying out of rush hour traffic. Uh, so that was a real perk. I felt. Yeah. Um, so, kind of one of the changing things, like workplace savings programs. Uh, now, this is one of those things. I believe it's my responsibility. I'm very grateful that we have a retirement plan, but I'm talking like savings for emergency. Because what's the rule of thumb? You should have enough money in savings to cover what three months' expenses, and I think that's actually gone up now. Like, I think hey, it has. Maybe it should six months. Uh-huh. You should. 
which is a great idea. Um, but sometimes, and again, it's not my employer's responsibility to do this, but if they were to offer a program for some folks where, hey, we will take it straight out of your check like we do your retirement, like we do for your health care. I mean, we don't make you mail in a check to the health care, to the insurance company every week. We don't make you. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. 56 yarder with big lane to hell. dig into the what if barrel john but what if mizzou was able to pull off victory last week a very impressive win against kentucky they're ranked but they're like you know and i hate to i'm super stoked for mizzou uh as a casual fan of mizzou football um i'm a bigger fan whenever they're doing well uh and it's good for our area it really <laughs> it is. is it's fun to be um uh, fun to be a part of it and you look at the number of mizzou students and uh, Mizzou alumni around here. But anyhow, uh, they pick up a win against Kentucky. They were a ranked team. They beat Kansas State. Couple, no, number 15 um, at the time. 15 at the time, but they're no longer ranked. Correct. Kentucky's no longer ranked. Correct. So the two ranked teams they've beaten then end up not being ranked. And then the big game against LSU. And I hate to dig down into the what-if barrel, John, but what if Mizzou had beaten LSU? Where would they be today, man, in the rankings? Chris Mitchell, who's been hanging out with us in place of producer Hannah, who got, and we haven't talked about it. I know it's out there on social media. Producer Hannah did get married over the weekend. Not, I haven't talked a whole lot about it today because I want to wait until she's here. Sure. I don't, uh, I will say this, you know how big of a deal her wedding was? Uh, Chris Arps, who's here every Tuesday, him and his lovely wife, they came all the way from St. Louis to be a part of it. Oh. Chris Mitchell hosts an afternoon show on our sports station. Uh, where, just what if, just for fun, just humor me for a minute, because politics is heavy today. We've covered all that. Where would Mizzou be? We'd be top 10 if we'd beaten LSU. I think they would at least be in a conversation for being you know, top 15 in the country. Maybe not top 10 no. quite yet, but I feel like they'd have a, at least a decent argument of being probably a top three team in the SEC in total. Yeah, that's a strong take, I think. No, I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I Absolutely. And what's really sad about it is they knew it just somehow that it, it all boiled really down to one play. They let Malik Neighbors, who's an All-American, the best receiver in the country, get wide open. Somebody missed some coverage here. If he gets covered, they, I think they win the football game. Because the, the score's a little misleading. It was 49-39, but the, the end of that was an interception Brady threw. They were desperate. They didn't have a whole lot of time. That said, it just it was it was really really tough. But I, I would I I do think they'd be probably top ten uh, w- without question because Jaden Daniels is a Heisman contender. So kudos uh, to Eli Drinkwitz and the uh, and all young men on the Mizzou football team and what's happening there this year six and one South Carolina homecoming. Stephanie and I are going to be uh, just honored again to be a part of the homecoming parade year after year. They come and say, hey, will you guys uh, do this? And it's, what, the first and biggest homecoming parade in America or something uh, like the, that. The, basically the birthday of, uh, or the yeah. birthplace of homecoming, yes. It started at Brewer Fieldhouse, I want to say in 1908. I, I've, I've got the year writ- written down. So this would be the 112th year, oh. if my math is, 112th year for sure. So uh, I'm not, and, and they're going to have a 2.30 kickoff, by the way. So I'm not saying it to brag, but I just say yeah. that. Um, 
to sit, come by and say hi. Usually they have a set up by uh, City Hall. And then, of course, of course, following the homecoming parade, it's the big Tiger tailgate, Mizzou, South Carolina. Uh, coming up, starting Wednesday, we're going to start putting out our free Tiger tailgate passes with Buffalo Wild Wings, Bud Light, high noon. And by the way, these local Bud Light distributors, you know, they had nothing to do with the whole Bud Light thing. Right. They had they nothing, nothing to do with it. And the Bud Light, by the way, it's free. Uh, also, <laughs> we've had a lot of takers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are like, what, you guys give away Bud Light? It's free. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, also, Hy-Vee, Echo Water Systems, Twain Barbecue, and Tap Room, some of the folks that help us out high noon. But there's a whole list of places you can go in Columbia, G&D Pizzeria in Jefferson City. You go to Lutz's Barbecue. By the way, that dude's a cool story. You own Lutz's Barbecue like he was a construction worker. Great place. Yeah, who's like, ah, barbecue. Yeah. I'm pretty good at it. Opened up a restaurant, and he's like, I can't believe I'm, this is what I do for a living now yeah. instead of construction. What a neat guy. Whole neat place. And then in um, Boonville, you can go to Club Car Wash. Two hours prior to kickoff, uh, man, free food. We we feed you and drink you. Coming up this Saturday. Join us. It's a it, good time. It's a great time. Lutz is so popular down in Jefferson City, and he really, their business in Columbia was affected when the Nifong project uh, happened here, and it, it affected that for sure. Two very quick points, Brandon, I want to I mention. Today is the 23rd anniversary of former Missouri Governor Mel Carnahan's plane crash. John Marsh and I are two of the very wow. few reporters... Two, two of the very few reporters, John and I, who are still left that are covering news. It was a, I, I can't tell the younger people how big that was. There was it was a big deal, too, because we were so close with the governor's press secretary, yes. Chris Sifford. Yes. He was just a great guy. Former mm -hmm. reporter, and they did a press conference in the middle of the night, and it was just, yeah, uh, just absolutely terrible. So our condolences there, and Chris Sifford and, and, and Randy, the son, as well. And very quickly, I do want to make a point. Somebody on our on our Facebook page last week, and I didn't have a chance to say this, but I want to say it publicly, is taking a shot at our mayor. And that's okay. If people want to take shots and be fair about it, that's fine. I presented a very fair story about Mayor Buffalo and Matt Nichols disagreeing about the CPOA. CPOA, it, Columbia Police Officers Association, Mr. Nichols is saying his officers, which he is the president of that association, yes. they are telling him they do not feel supported. And I think the other important context here is, Former police chief Jeff Jones, I won't say he called, but he said right here on this show in his way, I said, you know, Brandon, you've been saying this, yeah. but he felt like he had been getting support. But apparently officers in the CPO OA are telling the president we don't feel support. They, they don't. And in, in Matt Nichols and the mayor uh, d disagree with this, I think, respectfully. But somebody is saying something on one of my stories, the pink, the pink haired mayor, something like that. Let me just say this. The mayor dyed her hair pink, folks, because of the CPOA and breast cancer awareness. That's why her hair is pink. So, again, I'm going to ask people to be civil on there. But, but, <laughs> Good luck did she that. dye it purple for LSU, <laughs> Brian? I, I believe so. But the point is, <laughs> you, you know, I, I think we can disagree respectfully. And Matt Nichols and her definitely disagree. But yet he invited her to the breast cancer awareness thing. So they, they, they you know, they have a respect, but, but be respectful. That's you know, all I'm asking. Uh, and that is so, and, and Matt and the mayor, they were there and getting along. And I see it a lot of time in political yeah. circles. These people, the news clips and the sound bites and what makes it to radio talk shows, you know, it's the soap opera aspect. But then we do, and I always appreciate actually that you bring up, you know, they actually get along because we they see do. this. All the time. They and do, that is, they, and they disagree strongly yeah. on this issue, but and they absolutely, they get along fine. And before we get into the mailbags, 
Man, there's some chicks flirting with my dad, Housworth, on text. Because they're, they're watching them on our YouTube channel, awesome. which is Wake Up in Missouri. Like, some of these texts, like, they're slight. What's the phrase? They're sliding up in my DMs. What? What's, what's the cool phrase the kids they're use? Sliding into DMs, I believe. Now, I don't know what. I don't, that's the phrase that we actually heard in an internal staff meeting last week about a progressive commercial. But I guess they're really interested in you, you know. Oh, so. boy. This <laughs> is what we need four old white guys talking about phrases like sliding into DMs. But I think that's what some of these folks are doing. Um, but if we were to share all of the text, we get here at the radio station the names that some of the politicians get called and we never use those on air obviously uh, but yeah it's a real thing welcome to the show i am brandon rather this is wake up mid-missouri that is brian houseworth good morning sir. this is john marsh yes sir oh, anyway last check via tax several folks telling us that apparently traffic backed up uh missouri river bridge going into jefferson city john have you heard anything on that haven't heard a thing. Shot out a shot out a quick text to the powers that be, and we're waiting to hear back. Yeah. That was another hot topic we got onto. I had not heard Brian Houseworth <laughs> nor Randy Tobler that passionate about some stuff. We got talking about not dispatchers, but the system of our job as right. mandated by the federal That's government right. is to disseminate information as it relates to the safety of people. That's right. Um, and then when there's folks through no fault of our own that make that difficult. And again, I'm not talking about dispatchers. I'm talking about the system as a whole, but it got heated. All right, let's get to some of these, (laughs) some of these text messages. My dad, uh, who is in the oil industry, Uh uh, really, he's just, I'm a clerk. (laughs) And even clerk, John, this kind of fancy, he's a cashier. (laughs) I think clerk is being kind of lofty, dad. (laughs) He's a cashier at a gas station in Jefferson, in Jefferson County, Missouri, uh, in a town called Barnhart, Missouri. If you know where Arnold is, you're heading south down 55. Uh, you look to your right, a little south of there is a town called Barnhart. That's where my dad uh, works. So, and here's one. Of, we've got a couple of um, couple of uh, uh, texts that I do want to uh, to share uh, with you, and it's both. They're both from uh, women. Uh, and one of them, it's almost like I want it, to, it, it feels like this, kind of. She starts off the text. Excuse me? Right. Uh, and I'm going to exaggerate a little bit here, Marsh. Of course you are. I'm going to add some of my own context, but it says. Poetic license. Thank you. Hey, big guy. <laughs> See it, Dad? I'm not, I'm not making yeah, it up. Okay. Fact check me before we go and share this on social media. Hey, big guy. I'm a Barnhart girl living in Ashland now. Do you work at Mobile on the Run? <laughs> Good heavens, no. I work at Express Mart, uh, which is right around the corner from Mobile on the Run. Now, I don't know how long it's been since you've been to Barnhart, but... Uh, I'm sure you remember the little tiny store that Express Mart was. Well, we moved across the street, and uh, the Express Mart is now much bigger than Mobile on the Run. We have 20 gas and diesel pumps, uh, and we're selling a lot of fresh fried chicken and pizza. Uh, did, uh, and then this one. So, uh, and by the way, that is a new texture, Dad. You should come and do the show more often. Um, that's listener. That's a new texture to wake up mid Missouri, 
and her name is Stephanie. Stephanie, we do appreciate the uh, the text. And then this one from, you got a text from a young lady named Buffy. You're <laughs> killing it, Dad. What's your secret, dude? <laughs> Uh, and Buffy, who is watching on our YouTube channel, which is Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Missouri, says, love the shirt, big guy. Oh. <laughs> she says, I'd like you even better if you were out of it. <laughs> no, you she, would not. Trust me. <laughs> she, she, Buffy did not say that. Uh, love the shirt, big guy. That quote on your shirt is from Winston Churchill. We have the quote posted around our house. Yes, it is from Winston Churchill. Uh, and it's pretty cool. So the quote on the big guy's shirt. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Enjoy. One of the things I've always appreciated about Suzanne Summer. So, of course, you know, I grew, I won't say I grew up with her, but she was on the TV show Three's Company. Um, and she was fun to look at. And dance, knock it off. Uh, <laughs> which is really bad considering what I'm going to get into here with one of the things that she has talked about. I will say, and she was in some movies. She was on another TV show, I think, called Step by Step that I um, didn't watch. But two things that I appreciated about her was in um, later years, she was one of those, she embraced her age. And I always thought that was cool because I, and I don't know why it's especially women get sensitive about the age thing. And I have always said this. As a matter of fact, you can ask anybody on the roster, John, and they will tell you. I've always said this. But I think, and I believe this, it's not just a cheesy kitschy phrase, I believe women are like wine. They get better with age. I couldn't agree more. Uh, and I really believe that. And she was one of those. I think, you know, she kind of embraced it and she made it okay. And she did list, She did some other stuff out there that people in the medical field were like, oh, that's kind of weird, but whatever. It worked for her. Thigh master. She did the thigh master, which I thought was kind of interesting. And the other thing, uh, she embraced intimacy. And I'm talking physical intimacy. Uh, and so I don't mean to offend your good senses or anything like uh, like that here. I'm going to play some audio from her. But she was open about it. And I don't think you're going to be offended um, by this because, number one, you're listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. You're pretty cool. You you're, get it. You're offended already. <laughs> <laughs> you're an adult. But she even talked about, and what she is saying, by the way, is absolutely accurate here. <laughs> I don't know how else politely to oh, say. And, and I will also say her husband is sitting right next to her as they're having this discussion about how often they are intimate. I don't know how else politely to say this other than one to two times a day. Is that for real? I, I often. You know, it's you wake up always, in the morning. It's not always two times a day. A lot of my friends say, oh, I'm over that. And I'm thinking, yeah, if you're in love and and it's such a great way to connect. And I, yeah, it's good physically, uh, seriously, the calories and just the, the human touch. Uh, and I agree with that. You're going to generate a whole lot more emails to the big guy. With that. <laughs> I also enjoyed the husband. You know, it's you wake up always, in the morning. It's not always two times a day. It's not always two times a day. Believe he me. sounds really tired, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> but I appreciated that about her because yeah. I get it. Some people that get really sensitive about the, the issues of intimacy, but she made it okay to talk about. She was cool at the age. Dad, do you have anything for leftovers? Yeah, I was wondering, what was that young lady's name in Ashland? And, and, and how do I get to Ashland from here? Dad, knock it off, big guy. Uh, oh, this also in the... What do you got for leftovers, John? 
Well, we're getting MoDOT and Highway Patrol, their standard cautions for this time of year, and I can vouch for it. The deer are up and running, so watch it if you're driving to work at O'Dark 30 like you and I. Isn't it? It's like mating season for them, isn't it? It's while we're on the topic. Tail end of the rut or depending, yeah. Literally, yeah. the tail end. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wouldn't it? The white tail end. (laughs) Um, Knock it off, boy. Sorry. Uh, and then uh, Dale, um, I want to share this really quick, too, and we'll wrap up with this before. And Dad's going to hang out because his favorite show, the Gary Nolan Show, is uh, is coming up next. Have you ever been a guest on the Gary Nolan Show? No, I have not. That's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so Dale says, it's been good hearing you work with your dad today. Uh, I worked with mine for as long as I can remember, literally daily for years. He passed in May, and I miss him dearly. It's been good hearing you enjoy your time with your dad. I uh, enjoy it and appreciate it. It sucks not having that time together anymore. Uh, Dale, and I appreciate you saying that. And that's one of the Absolutely. things. Absolutely. I'm sorry for your loss, Dale, yeah. and uh, thank you. My dad, too, has um, lost his dad. And these are conversations that I have had with people because I know, like our grandfather, he was the family patriarch, and now it's my dad. And and um uncomfortable position mm -hmm. and i know that day will come and i truly uh, dale i have taken your advice i spent a lot more time with my dad over the past